Dear friends, this is Evan Papp from Empathy Media Lab's podcast on labor, political economy, arts, and culture. Based within the Washington, D.C. Beltway, you can find us at empathymedialab.com. We are a proud member of the Labor Radio Podcast Network, which is broadcasting working people's voices 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Check out our show and all the shows elevating the voice of working people throughout the world at laborradionetwork.org. It's part of our labor series that stretches from Pittsburgh to Chicago through Cleveland, Detroit, and Benton Harbor. I met with Reverend Edward Pinckney of Benton Harbor, Michigan, and the Black Autonomy Network community organization known as Banco. In this eight-part series, Pinckney's fight magnifies the eternal struggle between labor, capital, race, and political economy. In part one, we learn about the history of Whirlpool, the class and racial divide in Benton Harbor and St. Joseph, Michigan, African-American unsolved murders, Benton Harbor riots, and Governor Graham Holmes sellout. I hope you enjoy. People was calling them. I was getting calls from everywhere. They got your house surrounded. I said, who? They said, the police. I said, what the, who they want? And they want you, I guess. I said, who? I said, what for? They said, I don't know. You should know that. I said, I have no idea. It all began on November 11, 1911, with the incorporation of Upton Machine Company in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Lewis Upton and his Uncle Emery set out to produce electric ringer washers. With the aid of Lewis's brother Fred, the Upton Machine Company laid the foundation for what would later become the 1900 Company and ultimately Whirlpool Corporation. We continue our real-time investigation, The River Tonight, looking into the mysterious deaths of at least half a dozen African Americans, all of them from Benton Harbor, all of them pulled from the St. Joe River or Lake Michigan. Give us strength in this community, Lord Jesus, because we know that justice will be served. Praying for answers as dozens of Benton Harbor residents gathered for a candlelight vigil Thursday night on Pavone Street with a handwritten sign listing what organizers call unsolved murder victims. Many black Benton Harbor residents tell me they don't feel safe in mostly white St. Joe. If you go over there, be aware of your surroundings. Be careful. I think it's very unsafe. Reverend Edward Pinckney runs a community church and depending on who you ask is either an inspiring civil rights leader or a criminal rabble rouser. We definitely don't trust law enforcement here. Even the architecture sends a message as you cross over the Bicentennial Bridge from downtown Benton Harbor into the heart of St. Joe because the first thing you see is the looming Berrien County Jail. That big old jail is just sitting up there just waiting on you and it's designed to intimidate you. If you start in Chicago and you work your way around the bottom of Lake Michigan, uh, you get to a part of Michigan they call the Twin Cities. Uh, this one, St. Joseph, Michigan, is home to 8,500 or so people. It is nearly 90% white. It's got a per capita income of $33,000. Uh, north across the St. Joseph River is its twin, Benton Harbor. Population not quite 11,000. Benton Harbor approaching 90% African American. Uh, per capita income in Benton Harbor is just over $10,000.
We started out in 1911 as a family business when Lou Upton, his uncle Emery and family friend Lau Basford founded the Upton Machine Company to produce electric motor-driven ringer washers. Whether working in a high-tech plant in Marion, Ohio, Faridabad, India, Radomsko, Poland, Izipati, South Africa, La Tablada, Argentina, or at Whirlpool Global Headquarters in Benton Harbor, Michigan, employees are finding their careers are engaging, rewarding, and in some cases, life-changing. When we talk about what's happened to Rust Belt America, we can find every last social ill that goes along with industrial collapse right here. Failing schools, crime, high unemployment, polluted land, corrupt government, the whole rusting away to misery and frustration. And while the water may only be a couple hundred yards across, the racial, economic and social divide can feel as wide as an ocean. While the eyes of the world are on Ferguson, we're revisiting our own riot-torn community here in West Michigan, Benton Harbor, ripped apart by racial violence 11 years ago. $86 million investment right here as sort of the gateway to Benton Harbor. Now let me say that because they've got to be responsive to their shareholders, they can't just make decisions out of love, although we know that they love this region. We had to partner with those who are here to make a good business case for them to make the decision to locate here. And that's partly what the state's incentives today offered. You all have partnered with the leadership of Benton Harbor. like what you hear, hit the like button, leave a review, and subscribe to hear future episodes. And you can find us at empathymedialab.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Patreon at Empathy Media Lab. Stay well, everyone, and educate yourself, organize, and mobilize to fight the power and create a brighter future.